Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, what the hell did we all watch? <laughs> I guess we have to start from the beginning. So the Lakers beat the, the Pistons. They uh, take care of business down the stretch of a game and you know execute really well down the stretch. They uh, defended really, really well in the fourth quarter. Only giving up 17 points. They outscored Detroit 37 to 17. Anthony Davis looked like the kind of cornerstone that we have all been hoping for. Russell Westbrook made smart plays down the stretch uh, and was and was engaged on defense. And the Lakers took care of a Detroit Pistons team um, that is actively trying to lose. That's not the story. <laughs> if you woke up, if you wake up tomorrow and you look at the box score, you say, "Wow, that's that's odd." LeBron only played uh, twenty one minutes in a close game. What the heck happened? Well, <laughs> so early at the third quarter, in the third quarter, uh, somebody was taking a free throw for Detroit. LeBron was boxing out. He was pinching down to help box out Isaiah Stewart. Uh, who was built like a freaking transformer. Uh, and as he was pinching down to block out, to, to, to help block out Isaiah Stewart, Stewart started, started pushing him. He started getting him out of the key, started getting him out of the paint. I, <laughs> LeBron took issue with it and turned. And from the clips that I have seen and from uh, the, you know, there's like a million, this is now, there's a Pruder film on LeBron James punching Isaiah Stewart at this stage on Twitter, but LeBron clearly intentionally hit uh, Isaiah Stewart. I don't know that he intended to hit him directly in the face. I don't know that he intended to, to draw blood the way that he did. Uh, Stewart was a freaking gusher there for a while, and Stewart freaked out. And, you know, tried multiple, on multiple occasions to break away from everybody who was trying to restrain him to get back at LeBron James. It was a stoppage uh, <laughs> that took quite a while to figure out. LeBron gets ejected. Isaiah Stewart gets ejected. Uh, and, and then from there on out, the Lakers, uh, you know, it looked initially like they were just kind of folding up. And, well, I guess we just got to win in, in, in New York on Tuesday. But no, to their credit, uh, the Lakers handled their business and and really took it to the Detroit Pistons. And, you know, uh, some of the guys after the game are saying that, you know, this this is the kind of thing that a team can maybe rally around and in all these things. Uh, I'm not going to go that far. I don't think this was uh, the kind of the it shouldn't take your star punching a dude and getting ejected to to wake up enough to beat the Detroit Pistons. That's not how this should this should necessarily work. But you know what? A win is a win is a win. So you take the the the, you, the little successes that you have over the course of the season. For the Lakers tonight, I think they have to really study hard the film from the fourth quarter to figure out what they were doing defensively that uh, really limited the Pistons. I think the Pistons, uh, you know, really didn't execute very well down the stretch they kept on isolating on Anthony Davis, which is certainly a decision to make. But on top of all of that, the Lakers really freaking cared. Like when they look at the film, they're going to see guys tagging rollers and and pinching down to help helpers and 
and blocking out. There were the occasional breakdowns, and that's going to continue to happen when you have guys like Russ and Melo out there defensively. But for the most part, this was the most engaged the Lakers have looked defensively, maybe all season. And they have to be able to take something from that. Uh, we'll get to more into what here in a second. Now, the league is going to have a decision to make here. So on the one hand, LeBron, plain as day, threw a punch. And usually throwing a punch gets you a one-game suspension. That's how that works, usually. And, you know, if you don't think he threw a punch, if you don't think it was intentional or whatever, I don't really care. That's that's your position, and I'm going to move on. But just based on how the league usually handles this, uh, just to make sure that there is no fighting, uh, they usually hand a one-game suspension to, to both parties where uh, Isaiah Stewart gets a one- or two-game suspension for severely escalating the situation, even if, by the way, I understand why he escalated it. He got punched in the face, and he was bleeding a lot. And, and, and usually, the person who throws that punch, whether it was intentional, whether it was unintentional, whether it was reckless or dirty, whatever line of or side of that fence you want to stand on the the usually the league hands a one game suspension just to kind of tell that player can't do that shit can't uh and and so i think here for the for the league it's going to be really fascinating to watch this because the lakers next game is a tuesday night nationally televised game in msg against the knicks it's going to be you know it's it's uh, two teams that are really trying to figure out their footing in the league and really trying to figure out where to go next. And yet, the league is going to be a little torn on this one. I think it, you know. <laughs> I, I, I think the funniest way that this plays out is that they say, oh, we're still gathering evidence. We're still trying to figure out uh, who did what and who said what and who punched whom and, you know, Intent is impossible to decipher based on the replays that we have, so we're still looking at this. The Lakers are going to play Tuesday night in New York. LeBron will be available for that game, and then as soon as the game is over, the league announces, actually, you know what, after just many painstaking hours of reviewing and reviewing and reviewing tape and uh, interviewing people involved in the fracas that... <laughs> <laughs> we have decided to suspend LeBron James for tomorrow night's game uh, against whoever the Lakers play Wednesday night on the second night of a back-to-back. -back. Uh, that's the funniest way for this all to play out. It's just they decide <laughs> we can't can't lose out on the revenue that comes from a you know hotly contested game between the two biggest markets in the sport. Can't miss out on that, and yet you do have to treat LeBron like you would any player who throws a punch and and suspend him. Uh, I don't think that's actually how this is going to play out. I do think at some point today, by the time y'all are listening to this, that LeBron will have been officially suspended for the one game against New York, and and the reaction to it is going to be, well, no matter what the, what the, the, the decision the league makes here, uh, it's going to be a stupid conversation day on social media, which is, you know, any day that ends in Y, but especially any day that ends in Y in which there's controversy surrounding LeBron James. This is all heading towards, I can't believe they suspended him, or, oh my God, I can't believe LeBron just has a different set of rules than everybody else. No matter how this plays out, it's going to be dumb. 
So just accept it for what it is and move on. All that said, it was clearly uh, a, a DeAndre Jordan and Avery Bradley were in on it. They were they told LeBron to punch him. I think it's there's clear video evidence that those guys are to blame, and we should be really looking seriously considering a lengthy suspension for both. Just one man's opinion, though. Last thing before we move on and 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 let uh, the Can You Dig It guys analyze this game further, but the starting lineup tonight was a really disappointing decision, I thought, by Frank Vogel. He started both Avery Bradley and DeAndre Jordan, and you know those guys played basically even with a really bad Detroit Pistons team. Now, LeBron wasn't very engaged. The only real fight that he showed was the time that he punched Isaiah Stewart in the face. But uh, I, I just think if that's... Look, Frank's back is up against the wall, and in this moment, or as he's coaching basically for his life, uh, he lean, he continues to lean on Avery Bradley, and he continues to lean on DeAndre Jordan and these two big lineups, and you know, I, I have been somebody who has defended Frank Vogel. I still think firing him doesn't fix the Lakers, but if that's what he thinks helps these guys, then it might just be a lost cause. And you got to move on to a coach who better understands the strengths and weaknesses of this roster. That's going to do it here for this episode of the Lakers Lowdown. Make sure you guys are are tuned in to the Can You Dig It guys. Uh, Christian and Jacob analyzed last night's game, and they discussed what comes next for LeBron and Frank uh, and, and, and whether this is the kind of thing that maybe everybody kind of rallies around to take the next step forward in the season that, that, you know, kind of desperately needed a wake the bleep up moment. Maybe that's what this is. Those guys are going to talk about it. There's going to be a ton of written stuff on silverscreenroll.com as well. And then, you know, moving forward this week, it is obviously a shortened week with the holiday coming up. Uh, So we're going to do shows Monday through Wednesday, basically, and then uh, enjoy some time with our families as I hope y'all are too. So, if you guys are traveling right now, if you guys are, are getting ready to host, whatever uh, whatever it is that you guys intend to do next, please be safe, travel safely, get to your destination safely, hug your families, watch a little bit of Lakers, rate, review, subscribe to this podcast feed, tell your friends about it, all that good stuff, uh, and I will see y'all tomorrow.